Great takeover. My name's Nick Brown, Freddy Brown from Freddy Brown Town, the 14th reason the Silver Surfer Top Deck. I'll be your host, I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right, the oh so glorious one, Mr. Nathan Custerson, all the way from his place to give us some Pacific Rattlers, Nathan. Um, do you know what they were made, Nick? Where they were made? Do you know what Pacific means in this no, situation? What does Nick? it mean? No, neither do I. I okay, just, fantastic. I was hoping you had like a, you've read the back of it since 1922, you, where you it came from. You and me both know we can't read, so it's, it makes it hard for us. In the dungeon, these yes. Are, these are 0.5 um, standard drinks per serving. Uh, these are like shandies. Shandies, way of putting it. And I'm telling you, I don't care what anyone says. These taste fantastic. Phenomenal. I don't. People drink beer and they like pretend that they like it. I've got a mate who drinks. Like uh, straight whiskey and that, but he only drinks it when like he has a few mates around, oh. and it doesn't look enjoyable, and Tries it doesn't look, look posh, like does oh, oh what a fucking bit of a wanker, absolute twat, yeah. <laughs> like absolute twat mentality. Yeah. He only does it because someone like someone he likes does it, so he kind in of, a movie or uh, a YouTuber, real life, a YouTuber, YouTuber yeah. a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, I know that's like already off to a bad start. That's horrible. What, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, I get it on a nice crisp evening if you got like a little. One of those nice glasses, a couple of little bits of ice with a nice bit of drop of whiskey, but not all the time. You well, don't want to show it Speaking of crisp, this is a crisp lager with is, yes. lemon. But that being said, we're not sponsored by this, so why are we giving this a shout? We're, we're, we're not yet, Nick. We're part Say that again. Of this episode and every episode is brought to you by... Bilsons, Nick! Bilsons! You know what Bilson stands for, Nick? What does it stand for? There's three Bs on a Sunday, Nick. Absolutely. Yeah, what are they? Bilsons. Backbone. Booty. I, booty. Don't, I, don't, I couldn't think of the third. What's Fucking the third? Hell. I don't know. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say bootios or what, is, what yeah. are those things that the um the, the wrestler, what are they, tag team? New Day. The New Day, what do they have? What yeah, they bootios. Bootios, that's what I'm thinking. Bootios. And then, you want to know a funny story? Have they been split up? Is it Big E the champ? I have no fucking clue about wrestling okay, anymore. Yeah. No, fair you want to know if uh, WWE came to town what like, they say? Oh, four years ago or something like that? And uh, I was, Did I went, buy a packet? I went there and it was right around the time bootios got released and I took a sign with me and the sign said, I eat booty. <laughs> Oh, no. Did you get it in? I got oh, it in. We're on the, we're on the and I was, then, right, I was right in front of like a six-year-old. I was like, I eat booty when, when uh, Big E came do out. Do they tape raws over here? Do they do that? Uh, do no, they, they air them or they just, it was just like nah, a dark just all, session kind of thing? It's all just live shows. Oh, it's all bullshit, Nathan. But that being said, Nathan, let's, let's, go to, let's go to a headlining story. Headlines, now. yes. Headlining. Like, this is like Metallica at fucking Soundwave. Headlining. Nathan, um, can we just give a little shout out? <clears throat> the better sessions. Headline? Oh, yes. Oh, correct. Volume... Yeah. One. Yeah, how many Which, are we going to get? Now? It does mean we're going to have maybe potentially two. But Conspiracy theory presented by what we did on the weekend and the anti vinyl <clears throat> vinyl club. Bilson's two. <laughs> Bilson's. I don't know if they're presenting this down one. the bottom. No, I, I don't know if they're actually um, if they're doing any covers on this one. But that's okay. Uh, this stiff. I've got a direct quote from Jace here. It says, uh, "This is pop goes punk if it wasn't completely awful." Um, that might not be direct quote, Nathan, but that's what I assume that it's going to be. The fuck, Jace. Um, this is going to be a bunch of bands yes. doing a bunch of covers. Uh, very. Old school pop goes punk style, Nave, which you know can be hit or miss. But uh, look, Nave, is there any bands you want to see on here, or are there any songs you want to see covered? What's the one band that we got so far, Nick? We've got bad forward slash forward slash back slash love two slash. Oh yeah, okay, the back slash with <laughs> the one I'm slash. Like, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm fucking lost. But yeah, the Nine Inch Nails cover. So the hand that feeds. I was yes. pretty decent. Like came out, came out a few weeks ago out of the blue. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing a cover for? Mm. But Nick, you know what they were doing a cover for? What were they doing? They for? were doing it for these boys. That fucking makes sense. What now, a fucking it? joy they are. But no. I'm just trying to think of some bands. I've, to got, do some I've covers. got a couple. If you Give want. me three. Okay, now if I want to see Justice for the Damned on this, oh and if God. I had to pick a song. I would, I'd probably go Raw by Katy Perry. Raw? Like, yeah, absolutely. Well, if anyone who's going to give the biggest Raw, um, besides Gordon Ramsay, um, it's going to be Bobak, right? Like We've got, got to play to percentages in this place. I had two guesses for their, a song by them, but yep, um, yep. click Boom and Boom by P.O.D. don't really <laughs> count. Bitch. What do you reckon? You Imagine that if I played by Justice. Click my God, boom. 
<laughs> Saliva, what a great band. I've also got DBSR playing, doing a cover of David Guetta's Sexy Bitch, um, one of my favourite songs growing up, Nathan. I will not feel bad about enjoying that as a 16-year-old. Every house party was fantastic That's when that song up. was on. And I got a feeling by uh, Black Eyed Peas. I hope anyone does that song. Well, they'd be doing scratch parts. Oh, fuck, I hope so. If Imagine they don't, that. Don't get, don't get me Imagine skip. if someone does Let's Get It Started properly like we oh. tried to do. Is that what Static Revenue re- and Next Reunion's for? Has to, to be. finally get on the better session. <laughs> Like volume 17. Why are you saying finally as if it's been a thing that's been going on? I think they want us. <laughs> We're going to meme our way into relevance. It's going to happen. I've also got the. Uh, I want Bloom doing Pendulum's watercolor. That's. Uh, I just want to see anyone do a pendulum Stiff cover. Stiff list. Um, they I, were, Nick. I want Gloom to stay away from this release and actually release their own music. That'd be fantastic. Well, also, it's not going to happen, Nick. That Billie Eilish cover sucked, Mikey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gloom, the, they're the new tool, Nick. Is that where we're going? Uh, they are a bunch of tools. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and lastly, I want Drastic Park to just release a decent song. I don't really care about the cover. This is kind of excluded from that, but I just want them to release a decent track. If they're on it, I'm off it. <laughs> That's a great saying. If they're on it, I'm off it. <laughs> Get that tattoo. That too harsh? No, absolutely. That's fantastic. Fucking hell. Nah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Like, whatever. It could, it could be absolute trash, but even if it is trash, all the proceeds go to Beyond Blue. So it's a fantastic cause. If you haven't got a chance to buy the purchase of vinyl, there might be some still available. I know they were flying off the shelf. I reckon the Inhibitor boys will be on there. The Inhibitor Inhibitors? I reckon, I, reckon they do. I've checked my sports bet account, Nathan. Pay them $1 and I've, what? I've only got $7 in my sports bet account. I've lost a lot of money. Me too. I don't like betting at all. And I put six of them on Inhibitor being on this. <laughs> in the multi. But they're, the they're, they're paying a dollar one, so I'm not really getting too much out of <laughs> It's like the Brownlow bets, my God. No, if I had to guess, I'd say Inhibitor will be on there. I would say as a probably Drastic Park yes. be on there. I'd say, honestly, maybe Bad Forward Slash. <laughs> that's a safe bet. That's a good three. That's your trilogy. That's and a that's trifecta. All. Everyone know what else. Fuck They're the just, rest. I don't know who else could be well, on there. Look, go, uh, I reckon if you can do a deep dive into what they've interviewed throughout yeah, the year, Nick, absolutely. you could probably tick a couple off. You could get off. a saviour cover. You could get a saviour cover. That'd be pretty cool. Well, I know, you know what's funny? I've got a funny story about saviour yeah. during the week. So you know how you get the release radar on your Spotify on the Friday. So mm-hmm. you got new tunes, bangers. Rangers, I don't know what else. I what hate the playlist. <laughs> it so Saviour popped up on the playlist, Nick. Track two, thinking, all right, Saviour's got a new song. Mm. Listen to it, added it to the backbone um, playlist, as I do. Yep. Listen to the song in the shower, as I do on the Friday no. night. And I just I went on random shuffle. And it came on, Nick. And, and it was a hillbilly American band. Oh, it was absolutely it horrible. They fucking, no, they stitched me up. Oh, so. bitches. Same name as Saviour, though. Horrible. Well, I don't know which Saviour I want to be on this fucking better session. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Static Revenue are coming back for this session. Let's get retarded. No, die. Slash it started. Jesus Christ. I got ridiculed for saying that. I know. Lawsuits and everything. They got in real trouble back in the day. Man, imagine if they did that today. That'd be a lot worse now than what it was back in 2002 or whatever. I remember the the cover sessions. You laughed at me for saying that. Absolutely. But uh, different times. (laughs) Different times being different things you're allowed to say, Nathan, as we all know. Uh, Day and night, night and day. um, What's happened? Well, night and day actually is a movie that just got added to Netflix this past Friday with uh, Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz, maybe, might be in it as well. Uh, What are you singing about? Oh, sorry. I'm just singing the. Is it Kid Cutty? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was just humming it in my head. I like it. Uh, But Parkway Drive have come out and said that they're going to be playing uh, 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 um, nothing but bangers. Nathan. Nothing but Bilsons? Um, yeah, maybe, Bilsons maybe they'll be drinking nothing but Bilsons, but I know they will be playing nothing but bangers, which mm. got me 
curious, Nathan. Oh, no. What are they going to play? Curiosity is a crazy thing sometimes. You know what their last set was, Nick? Well, what was their last set? Anything good? Just uh, give me the good songs. No, I'm just going to say it was actually a good thing. So, oh! December 8th, 29th. It's been a long time. That's nearly, nearly two years, Nick, between drinks for these poor bastards. So, yeah, well, you know the set list they played there. But Everything. Yeah. Wishing Wells, Pray, Carry, and Vice Grip, Karma, Cemetery, Bloom, The Void, Idols and Anchors, Dedicated, Riding on the Wall, Shadow Boxing, Wild Eyes, Crushed, and Bottom Feed. What are they missing there, though, Nick? What? Oh, Okay. They've got so many songs that they could play. Well, the thing is with Parkway, now, in terms of like nothing but bangers, all I want are just a few different songs. So you're talking three off like the main albums? Or I'm talking- saying you could, like, I made a set list just through the week. Oh, okay, two, yeah. It was just two to three songs each album, and it was just easy to do, but it was just like replacing certain obvious tracks that they always play with just other tracks that are just as good. They play Karma every time from Deep Blue, right? Why not play Sleepwalker? Why not play, obviously, let's play Deliver Me. Hurry up and play Deliver Me, Parkway Drive, for fuck's sake. Like, let's not play Carry It. I'm sick of Carrion. They're going to play Carrion, of course, but like, look, why are they playing that? Play Siren Song. Siren Song's way better than Carrion, Nathan. Can we agree with that? I can, Nick. Why not play the three fucking bangers? Oh, it's actually four in a row. Wild Eyes, Dark Days, The River, and Swing. Oh, fucking Atlas. Atlas, Nick, was my yeah. introduction to Parkway. Yeah. So, like, I wasn't around really when they were playing Horizons and Deep Blue. I wasn't really into them then, but Nick... The Atlas, those four songs. Imagine uh, that. Absolutely. They always play Wild Eyes. Fuck Wild Eyes off. I'm a, Don't even play Wild Eyes. Just get Dark Days on there. So Dark <laughs> Days, The River and Swing is a three-set fucking wonder. They, Why not? They play Swing seven times during the set and, and deliver me three times. So that's their set list. They don't play Boneyards anymore either. Why don't they play that? I, Chuck that back in. They play Boneyards, Nathan. They, well, let's whack that in. What I'm, do you I'm whacking it in, Whacking Nathan. it in? I'm whacking a lot of things in, Nathan, and <laughs> one of them is Boneyards. <laughs> Boneyards made it. Holy and shit. And Romance is Dead. Romance. Let's chuck that on because apparently that's their best song, even though I, I haven't listened to it in full probably ever. I'm still still copying shit for not putting that in the top 10 Parkway song. You are. I still occasionally get a message going, how fucking dare you not put Romance is Dead in there. I'm like, I still, one day I'll listen to it. Just tell them, do they remember who you are, Nick? And what they say doesn't matter as much. So your words mean more. Well, that's natural, yeah. By not putting them in there, you know? Oh, damn. Yeah, maybe they're just thinking on the out, looking in. Now I feel bad, I kind of want to put it in. (laughs) (laughs) They've got to play in the non-stop bangers. How many songs are they going to play? 15? Oh, God, I fucking hope so. If they can play a full 15-song set, like, yeah, they'll they'll probably get, what, 70 minutes maybe? Like an hour 10, an hour 15? 14 for headlining good things. Perfect, that's all right. So that that was about, what, about an hour-ish? A little bit over an hour? It was a bit over an hour, yeah. So about an hour and 20 minutes, we'll say. So their headline sets are, if we can get 15 songs, an extra song to that, and chuck out a few of the duds for a few of the studs, and then we're up and away. Hang on, hang on, hang on. on. (laughs) Do you like the two hands (laughs) up there? (laughs) You bitch. You fucking bitch. (laughs) But it's just cool. Like, I like the idea of them kind of coming out. And I really hope, like, as much like they're not going to do an Architects where it's like the exact same set from Good Things. And even if they did, I wouldn't be as upset because it's not five months after their last set, kind of like what they did at Unify. Yeah. But I, I just hope that they do. They kind of come out and go, look, we haven't played in a while. Let's play some different songs. And, you know, they'll, they'll mix the classics in. They'll play Carrier. They'll probably play Idols. They'll play Vice Grip, of course. And, like, those are great songs. And they go off live. And I'm happy with that. But I just hope they put in. Two to three, three to four, like songs three to that four. Just, just a little bit different. Like just not I'm not saying the crazy deep cuts. I'm not going off the like the split EP they did with Prom Queen, because mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen. And also that kind of sucks, guys. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I like just doing a couple of like a little bit deeper cuts, knife. You know what bit. else is key, Nick Brown? What is key? Uh, it's the new single from Static Revenue. Differentiality is actually what the, the spice of life about? for Parkway, Nick. We want a little bit of differentiality. That's what we want. That, can you, I, know, I was going to say spell that, but I can't. That, that'll hurt my head. <laughs> Wait for the quiz for later. You can you, try. You absolute bitch. <laughs>
Nate, I've got a wager of the week. Yes, right. is it me? Um, no, absolutely not. Um, it should be you every week, but who knows? Nate, uh, I gave you two songs to listen to through the week. Oh. Um, it was by a certain band, and I want you to just name the songs and just name what you thought of it when you were listening to Holier it. Holier Than Though, Nick, was one. Holier Than Thou. Holier Than Thou, though, Thou, however the fuck you want to say. Then, Nick, the greatest riff of all time, you're saying. The birth of new metal. <laughs> yeah, <I> Wherever <laughs> I May Roam, Black Album, Metallica. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Nick. Didn't make either of our top 30 albums of all time. I don't know how that works. I don't know how these two songs work. I don't know who we are. What happened? Oh, my God. I'm saying there's the birth of new metal might be one of the biggest overstatements I've ever said. But no, I feel Roll like it's with right it. on there. That bounce riff is fucking great. John Otto, I'm pretty sure, did guesties on that. <laughs> Finally took over from Lars. Yeah. Got someone decent in there, Nick. Is that what you're saying? Also, Dave, this Wednesday, doing oh. your top 30 albums, yes. which is fairly exciting. Riveting reviews of yours, Nick Oh, Brown. God. Riveting. Fuck off. <laughs> So, Wankers of the Week this yes. week goes to Metallica. Yeah. Now, this isn't for those two songs, because those two songs are Phenomenal. fantastic. Yes. And honestly, Black Album, I'm not kidding, like, it might be it might be my favourite Metallica album. Why and not? I know that's kind of sacrilege to say, because that's the album they quote-unquote sold out. But these days, I don't really like eight-minute songs, so I can't be fucking listening. <laughs> Going back to I the, can't get through one. The, the one skills. takes too long. <laughs> Great sorry, song, I'm one, sorry, but yes, I feel you. too fucking long to yes. get through. Um, they're Wankers of the Week. Now, why is this, Nathan? They oh. are Wankers of the Week because the amount of content that they have on Spotify. Yes. Now, so, I want to just go through this. So they came out with their Black Blacklist album was called the 30 year anniversary yes where they had a bunch of people covers yes cover it 53 songs right were done 53 53 a lot of songs were covered like six seven times but oh so they're doing multiple it was like okay. cra- it was crazy some of them were really good was the, the who on there the who uh, made that? i don't know they, they i know Miley cyrus is on there and that's all that matters and the flatbush zombies that was pretty cool fuck yeah and jay jay golvin one of the spanish the spanish guy did wherever i may roam did like a trap version oh hilarious really um, <laughs> but they, okay so then they did a yes. remastered version of the black album with about 40 live tracks on there this is all on Spotify as well. 40. Uh, they did SM2. SM two. Yeah, they did this, the yeah. repeat, uh, which is another 20 live tracks. They did live and acoustic a couple of years back, which is 12 acoustic tracks. Yeah, because the last thing we want to hear is fucking Metallica acoustic. Uh, that being said, the Unforgiven is a cool track. Uh, they did Hardwired to self-destruct. They did the Deluxe Edition, Nathan. Guess how many live tracks? 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every live track from Through the Never, the movie they did. So that's another 20 of those. They did Six Feet Down Under, which is they when they came to Australia like 10 years ago, they did 20 tracks from that, one or two. So there's that. Some Kind of Monster, seven live tracks. Live Ship Binge and Purge, 24 live tracks. And Justice for All Remastered, 60 live tracks. And that's, the, and that's the same with Ride the Lightning, same with Master of Puppets, oh. and same with Kill Em All. There is about... 400 songs by Metallica on Spotify and 370 of them are fucking live tracks that they put on and not one of them is frantic. No, Nick. <laughs> out of that. <laughs> so seven from some kind of monster and it didn't make it. It didn't make it. I don't what think, the fuck is wrong I with them? I don't think it did at least. I couldn't fucking find the thing. And instead I have to go to that big day out performance they played in like 2005 or something Phenomenal. like that and they play Frantic Live. It's the greatest live performance of all time. That's not on Spotify but God forbid we have 73 versions of Seek and Destroy on Spotify. Really? Who gives a fuck? It's a shit song. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not that great. Okay, it's a cool song. Wasn't that the Mustaine days? Oh, wasn't he a absolutely co- He was. co-wrote that song. Absolutely. That's yeah, how old that song is. He's the most Nick. miserable prick since Sam <laughs> Carter. <laughs> Sam Seen Carter. the moping on the stage from Dave. Dave Nick. Mustang, Billy Joe Armstrong, <laughs> Sam Carter, Joel Birch. Kill me. Oh. <laughs> give me. Give me a dinner with those four. Watch me blow my brains oh out my in 20 God. seconds. <laughs> Don't do it, please. Would you get you in the, we'll get in the WWE ring four corners there, Nick? We'll yeah, try. I saw the, the oh, Randy no. Savage Thing for the first um Spider-Man, oh. where it's like where he's in the when in the first Spider-Man 2002 or whatever, yes. that he's like, I got you for three minutes, three minutes of playtime. 
I was dying. I was fucking dying. I thought that was the funniest shit. That has to be like a pre-breakdown line. Also, that Squid Game shit, that's going to be a pre-breakdown line. Surely, Nathan. That, Nick, did you, did you complete it? No, God, no, Nathan. I okay. can't do it. I yeah. can't fucking do it. I'm, nah, too, fair. I'm too scared. It's too brutal for yeah. me. Uh, but that being said, Nathan, uh, yes. can we talk about MGK? MGK. No, Nick. Well, I actually had a pot shot about MGK. Oh, my God. I'm scared now. I did. No, that's fine. Well, I was, they, He's done something recently. So, he, yes. he played, obviously, after the controversy that came out last controversy, week, Nick. Uh, he played a live uh, show. I can't remember what the festival was called. Some festival. And he was booed. The maggots. Booed. The maggots. They were, were there, Nick. The maggots were booing him. And uh, they're very profusely, Nathan. Profusely booing. And oh, to geez. the point where, like, he had to address it a few times. He was getting quite angry. And, you know, he's kind of like, oh, we're all on the same side here. And everyone's like, fuck you. Slipknot. Slipknot. First of all... Uh, I don't really like Slipknot fans. They weird me out. <laughs> Nick, they're, <laughs> the, called, they're called maggots. Yeah, I know. They, they scare me. Maggots are, maggots are gross. <laughs> <laughs> they take pride in being called maggots, too. Normal Slipknot fans are fine, but yeah. they're like the crazy ones are scare me. To be they, the warriors of the world, oh, they're they're fa- sli- those Slipknot fans are okay. They're fantastic because yeah. they actually, they, I feel like I can have a good conversation with 100%. them. 100%. And I've had a couple. Yes. Only two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But also, during towards the end of his set, he yep. gets down and kind of goes to the barrier, and I don't know what kind of happened, but he ended up getting into like some sort of scuffle, fight. and with uh, with one of the fans who I don't know stage dived over or something like that, and essentially he threw a couple of punches, and everyone's tearing him to pieces no. for the fact that he's trying to fight a fan, and um. I tell you what, man, like this last week, like last week, the MGK stuff, and it was kind of bad. And I, I thought it would kind of blow over, but they're kind of holding it against him. Like, yeah. you don't want to, there's certain types of fans you don't want to piss off. No, Nick. BTS fans is number one, but the other one's metal fans. You don't want to piss metal fans off. <laughs> Think of the Slayer fans. Did they get oh on this, Nick? Oh, my God. Imagine, if, imagine <laughs> if he cracked it at Slayer. Oh, my God. Imagine if he said Ton or whatever his name is, Beards shit. Oh, <laughs> and, he, and then he made fun of the, the Kerry King for his bald head. <laughs> well, we, we saw Courtney Kardashian rock up in the Cannibal Corp show. Yeah, Imagine like if that. she or Megan rock up in a Slayer oh shirt. My God, that'd be so I don't, we can't have that, Nick. Oh, that'd be so funny. Press. I can't do it. I can't. Do it's going to happen now, isn't it? We speak things into fucking happening. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Oh, is, no. is MGK dead? Like, are we. Are, what do you think? If he was to release an album now, like, how much time would you give it? Oh, the hype's gone. Like, the hype was there last year. We had a lot of fun with the album. We thought, yeah, cool. We're bringing back the sound. Oh, yada, yada, yada. Had a couple of good songs. The Halsey um, feature yeah, and that great. song was one of the greatest songs of the year. All Fantastic. Time. All time. All time. <laughs> her, her part in that song still gets me absolutely phenomenal as I drink another Radley here but oh. I'm telling you Nick if he released a song now or another new album I don't think I would give it the time of day like you say like we've had that many albums the last couple of weeks mm. and I, I could probably say that there's probably been 11 in the last three weeks and I've given probably three to four proper proper time yeah. so I'm going to pick and choose those so uh, if i got a poppy i got a Dying Wish, and i got an MGK. I'm probably putting him at three at the moment, yeah. the way he's acting. So, And like the new song this year, what was it, Paper Cuts, the yeah. Linkin Park ripoff oh, name? Boy. So I, I'm not there. It's so not I, I, I just, No, so I, I think he's probably going to get run out of the scene like you predicted last week when you said it, and he'll go back to rap and hip-hop, and we'll Who see knows, what happens. Yeah. But we don't know. We'll but see. that being said, like even with all that, like he's still got a legion of fans. Like I don't think many of the fans, because his fans, I'm not being mean about this, but like they're younger, right? Yes, like, of course. They are kind of the, yes. same, the same way that like when we were getting into like a day to remember kind of like that 15-8 era and it wouldn't matter if MGK like punched fucking I don't know the Queen or Oprah or maybe not Oprah maybe Oprah, people get sacri- that's sacrilegious yeah, okay. okay she punched yeah Oprah we'll go over. <laughs> I reckon MGK could punch Oprah curb stomp her and, the, and her, his fans would be like eh you know what it's just he's just a punk he's just out there he's, ask, just a, he's just a punk rocker <laughs> I ask you this Nick yeah what did one Eric Bischoff quote in a book 
or his book. What was it titled? Co- uh, controversy day? creates cash. Isn't yes. It? Yeah. So, like on this agenda, he's getting publicity everywhere. It's not for the right reasons, but there's always going to be people that gravitate towards that for that as well. So, yeah. like, I don't like the fluff there. That's, that's, that, that, that drink's not going down I, as well as I thought. Nick. I think there's nothing better than uh, than putting your mouth completely over the top of a beer. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. But yeah, so like he is in the news headlines at the moment. He is on tr- like trend- trending on Twitter all the like over the fucking waves. Obviously, Megan Fox is always going to be in the limelight and the yeah. spotlight. So he's always going to be there if he's doing that in the scene. So- Isn't it weird, but because like he hasn't really, he never got respected, quote unquote, like yeah. in the hip hop community. Never got no. it. Um, he never really got. Re- he's not really that well respected. Again, in the Pop scene. In the rock scene, whatever yeah, you want to call it. Yeah. But still, he has a legion of fans. And it's like, it's a very... Got the like, it's weird, isn't it? Like, he's never really been accepted or re- accepted or respected in either of those lanes. Even when he's mu- movies, he puts out a movie and everyone goes, he sucks. And I'm like, hang on, Nerve's a cool movie. Get, get the fuck out of there. Nick, and also, where did he go in Bird Box? I need to know. Nick, him in Motley Crue's movie, The Dirt. Oh. It's one of the great moments I've ever seen in Motley. See him playing the drums? He Absol- learnt the drums with Tommy Lee. Yeah. He was a fiend. Absolutely. Can you, yeah. imagine, can you imagine partying with Motley Crue back in the head? No. Off, off, oh, God, no. Imagine, <laughs> imagine going on tour with them for six weeks. Oh. That would be the... Oh, I don't even know if we'd survive. I wouldn't live. <laughs> I would not live through that. The, the ruckus that they would have caused And have an, Aussie, have an Aussie there as well. He was their dad. He was the daddy of the tour, Nick. He christened them. Daddy, baby. Oh, daddy, daddy Osborne. He's sniffing ants on the Sharon, fucking The fucking cut. Oh, I'm sorry, Nick. I've lost the plot. That, that yes. is, that's one of the funniest moments in TV history when, when Ozzy's trying to find Chase the, cat. the cat. I don't know how he's lived this long. Like, Because back then, that was 15, 20 years ago, and he's like hobbling, and he's like, Jared, get the fucking cut. <laughs> so fucking funny. And then dude. he'll come out to download Fest in front of 70,000 yeah, people, and just absolutely annihilate. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, how I, does he do that? It's like Chris Jericho said that. It's like you see him like off stage, and he's like this old guy, and he's withering away. He gets on stage, and he's fucking Ozzy Osbourne. He's like, let's go fucking crazy. Like that's that's him, and he doesn't move either. No, he just stands there, but stands there with it's his just like big that's, mic. That's his thing. That's yeah. oh, fucking cool, dude. Wings hey, of an angel. How the fuck do we get there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we talking? Waker of the week. Let's Metallica. go. Let's go. New music, but Nate. Yes, Nick. There's been a lot of new music coming out, and I know you've had a, your eye on at least one release oh, yes. over the past month or so. I'd say. I have, Nick. And I want you to kind of kick us off with that, Nate. So we go on Dying Wish. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Nick. So fragments of a bit of memory. Eleven songs. Mm. Doesn't fuck around. So normally metalcore albums, we've got eleven songs. It's going to be forty plus minutes. Comes in at thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Nice, easy like listen. Dude, as we've said, it's one of my most anticipated albums. Since I heard the title track, I'm like, this is really good. Did it deliver? I think so. Yeah, so what, okay. I, what I'm going to say, so we talk about on this show about how talented people are to scream and do cleans at the same time. So I want to shout out Emma Boster here because her performance, Nick, throughout this album is phenomenal. So she does cleans like, it's, it's really, really, it's top notch. So Until Morning Comes, the track with the cleans, Fragments of a Bit of Memory is a great song. And then Drowning in the Silent Black, which is really good too, where a tra- uh, cleans kind of shine through. But Nick, I tell you what they really remind me of. What do they remind you of, babe? So back in the day, listening to a band called Killswitch Engage. Mm, so interesting. early um, heavy metal or the metalcore wave of the, the Americans took over, but their vocals aren't. They're worlds apart. But musically, it's so Killswitch Engage. Yeah, it's really, really old school metalcore. But um, they also do go heavier at times because that's part of the charm of Dying Wish. They aren't just a metalcore band. But Cowards Bleed, the first three songs, Cowards Ooh. V, Cowards Bleed, huge, Big followed song. by Affliction and Innate Thirst is a massive song as well. All heavy. And they're not really in that metalcore style. They are, but they aren't. They're they've got heavy. like They've got a few couple of moments, especially when yep. it's like very, again, that kind of see you space cowboy, that MySpace yes, kind Nick. of almost math The noise core. Like, yeah, yes, like that yes. kind of sound. 
down where it's like, and it comes off really well. It does, Nick. But Nick, the Brian Garris feature as well. Woo! So enemies in red. So that's track ten. Didn't come in at track two or three. Mm. Didn't even have it on the feature on Spotify, but he does do yeah. the feature when you hear it. It's oh, like, wow, wow, wow. But, dude, <laughs> what do I fucking say then? Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm dude, I really enjoyed this album. I think they've done a great job. And like you say, a 35-minute metalcore album is very rare these days. Yeah, and to get is. that many tracks and this much music, I really enjoyed it. Emma Boster, so she featured on, was it Serpent's Touch on the Knock Loose different category? Oh, okay, there you go, yeah. Emma Boster, so that was her. So this is her band, and I'm pretty sure it's their first actual LP. So Mad. this is a cool first release, Nick. What's that? Yeah, everyone's loving it. Yeah, and I, yeah. I kind of I dig it as well. Like, it's got that, as you said, it's got that old school metalcore vibe. Yes. Kind of that, like, early Inception metalcore kind yes. of stuff, and it's, it comes off really nicely. I like the, as you said, the, no, the kind of noise core, that kind of math core yes. kind of elements. I find that fun to me. Um, it does give me off a couple of cool vibes from uh, yesteryear, Nathan. Um, oh, Nick. <laughs> good little term. Atreyu one. times in high school. Yes, to you. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that one's really cool, man. Like, as you said, goes for half an hour, a bit of half an hour and change, and I kind of like that. I don't want to hear a metalcore album in 2021 that goes Go for, for more 50 than 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it no. just fucking kills me. Uh, but that's a cool one. I quite I enjoyed the Frontier record. Yeah. It's a little bit maybe too chaotic Can't for me. Can't listen to that a lot. Nick. It's like, yeah. How fucked is that album? It's. It's fucking disgusting. I wrote like, a, I wrote but not like Beartooth's disgusting. It's more just like, let's just try and be as annoying as possible for 30 minutes. Like, it's got some cool songs. There are a couple of cool moments, especially, but like. Disintegrative? Did yeah. you know that song? No. I, 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 they all fucking sound the same to me, Nate. <laughs> I, had a tr- I, I wrote this as the, um, my um kind of version and my, my what I take my, my take on it but Nick fave tracks disintegrated whatever the fuck it is feels like a complete acid trip combined yep. with the K-hole you found yourself in at Unify ah, last year yes. whilst also being in a maze of strobe lights no, at the same time God. that is what this felt like for me in like multiple songs yeah I've, I've seen people say it's like this is like you know Windows 97 breakdowns and like all the kind of the weird staticky noises and all the kind of high pitch shit that's going on well no one's taken that Kind of Dillinger noise core mantle, really. Yeah. And then, last but this is very code orange. Oh, this in that is sense. Like, it's, it's also it's, noise core as well. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's frenetic. It's like, it's, it is it's code orange turned to up, not even to eleven. Like Spinal Tap didn't get high enough. They need to turn it up to about forty-seven. This yeah. sometimes it does feel like it's almost comically chaotic. Frenetic like, core to the, to the point. Well, it's just to the point where I'm just like, I almost start giggling. Yeah, oh, it's just like, what, what the fuck's happening? Like, not even in like a. This is amazing. It's just like this is just dumb. <laughs> like, it's points. forty-nine minutes too. Yeah, so it's long. It's I don't want to listen to it <laughs> it's like it's too much that's exactly what i wrote here i said it's a really good album it's one that's going to get critical acclaim for the style that it is people seem to gravitate and think that's immediately great yeah which i get but it's not something i'm going to listen to every I, single day i would day. love like, this if it was an ep if this was six, six, songs, six tracks yeah. i'd be fucking all over it but, but being 15 or 16 yeah, whatever the fuck fu- it is it's a bit too much for me now nah, get um, that but nick yeah another song yep drag yes trunks yes go for it um, look, I wasn't really a big Dragon Ball Z fan growing up, I must admit. I do remember my dad always going on about Krillin, oh. um, the bald guy. A little baldy, um, yeah. And he kind of looked like the Avatar guy. And um, uh, he used to say, um. like, Krillin never smiled. And I would always not, I don't know what, don't know why that stuck with me. Cause he said that to me when I was like five years old and I'm, I'm 47 now. <laughs> However, I don't know how old I am. I'm getting old. Nearly 28. Yeah, nearly 28. Uh, and I feel like, honestly, like I haven't seen Krillin smile yet. Um, the song's okay, but. <laughs> you know what I wrote? Yeah, what did you write? So Nick, one time we watched a movie called Pineapple Express. Yes. Great so movie. There was a great quote in that movie. So this is like if Enter Shikari met up with Hacktivist. And then that baby had a baby. Mm. And then that baby turned into Dreg. That is what Trunks is. That's a good one. That's like, you know, they had the Pineapple Express into the other thing and it morphed into it. That is what this is. Because this, the first listen, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Then I was in the toilet taking a shit and I was listening to it. (laughs) 
I don't know why. No, this, this is where happened you get real clarity. Real clarity. <laughs> so I was in there, but I'm telling you, I heard it. I'm like, this is really Shikari. I actually thought on my release radar, it was like a Shikari song. Then obviously Chris comes in with these vocals and it's drag, but it was very electronic, which I like. Yeah. And like, I do like the take on Dragon Ball Z. It's a drag thing, doing stuff like that, yeah. bringing that culture into the modern times. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, I, yeah. I would definitely share the cross joint with you. I'd probably help you light it, um, Nathan, if that's all right with you. Nick. Well, you need two. You need three hands. You can't even, you can't even do it by himself. No. James Franco cannot light it by himself. He needed Seth Rogen's Franco assistance. Concert, <laughs> um, I also I actually don't mind the new Mice and Men song. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Mice and Men, but they just kind of don't release too many bad songs at the moment. He just took a pot shot away. Oh, I'm fine. I, right. I, I can't help it. They also have a few panic noises and shit. Oh, and I, just like, I just like panic chords. Panic core? Any, any, any panic core. Panic room. Panic, panic room panic with Jodie Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Foster core. I haven't seen that in years, Nick. Oh, great movie. Dad vibes. Absolutely. Oh, biscuit. you fucking bitch. I didn't want to go there, but I yeah, went Yeah, no, there. absolutely have to. Um, Song of the year, yes or no? For all the wrong reasons, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me just for the meme wants to give it number one. Well, it's funny. I've listened to it. Yes, I thought it was. I I listened to it once. I heard it when they played at Lollapalooza. They yes, it. I'm like, why yep. the fuck would they end a set list like by debuting a new song? It's a weird thing to do. Anyway, so they they released a track and yep. I listened to it. I'm like, eh, it's all right. Yeah. Then I listened to it a couple more times. I'm like, eh, it's not that good. And then I listened to a couple more times. I'm like, this is great. So oh, okay, you're I, on I, it. I'm just like going back and forth whether this is good or not. I don't know if people Ba-da-da-da. actually like this. I don't know if this is like people enjoying it or it's just the meme and it's just an ironic like. They're like, ah, it's Limp Bizkit. Fuck yeah, it's awesome. Well, Olympus is going to static revving you in 25 years, Nick. Yeah, so they're doing good things, dad vibes. They are bringing around that manic. Is it maniacs? They did a little like a interview with some dads on yeah. that. <laughs> Their takes. That was quite funny. I enjoyed that. But dude, I actually don't really like this song. I didn't think they did a good job. Nick, one last one for you. Yep. Okay. A band called Ambleside. Yes. So a couple of years ago, they released a song called Still Life. Phenomenal Great artwork. Song. Great song. Made the 160s. I reckon 60s in the in the 100, around that range. Higher. But yeah. maybe even higher, maybe yeah. in the 30s or 40s. But I'm telling you, I love that song. Love this band. Been waiting for two years for a song. But Nick, yeah. never have I gone from so much excitement in hearing a band <sighs> on a release radar to seeing what happened and losing that excitement so quickly. What Can happened? you tell me why, Nick? Well, they have a new song, now. Yes. And... Oh, look, we're, as you say, we're big Ambleside fans. Adelaide Boys, I would say. Adelaide Boys, yes. Which is exciting, always. We always kind of try to rip the Adelaide scene as much as we can. And um, look, obviously, they're big fans of the show, and that's fine. And obviously, they must have liked the idea of um, me liking the album Flip Phone Fantasy by Ocean Grove, maybe, because yeah. they've just gone ahead and put, called their name of this song Flip Flip Frown. <laughs> Flip, flip, flip frown. frown. You can just say flip frowny if you want, guys. Like it would have been easier, just a, a bit more of a direct reference. But flip, flip frown. I can't even say it fucking quick I enough. Just smiley face and everything I, on the artwork. This, okay, maybe this is the song of the year. <laughs> <laughs> number one, flip frown. Number two, dad buys. When I saw the name of this song, I lost my mind. Nick. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons, I love the track, boys. By the way, but um, yeah, calling it flip frown. Uh, yeah, too much of um, too much of me thinking about you during the uh, listening of that song as well. No, Nathan. you can never think it's about me. You can never think about me. Not much, not enough. Whatever the fuck I'm trying to say, Nathan. I don't know. Potty shots. Potty shots, Nathan. Hit quick, me. Quick questions, quick answers. Do you want me to go first? You Nathan? go first, Nathan. Nathan. Ocean Grove is set to fail with so many member changes. Yay or nay? Yay, because Matt is now left leaving. So he's the original guitarist. Yeah. So was it Jimmy, the first guitarist? I think there's three. Three of their original members are gone. I think they've well, got two left. I'm pretty sure the other guitarist name was Jimmy, being and then Matt took over as the full time single guitarist, and then they lost Luke, the previous vocalist. So yeah. they're three down. They replaced one with Twiggy. Came along and it's kind of Dale moved to vocals. They're kind of losing members left, right, and center. Yeah. Sam's still there, but 
They'll replace him. I'm very interested to see who replaces him. But I heard the running touch might be doing it. Like, oh, really? They, yeah, they might might be. I'm not 100 percent on that. That might have don't been. Don't know how that might have just been a rumor. Interesting. Well, whoever takes over has got a big job because they still have a tour flip phone fantasy, and Dude. I need to see these songs live. I if bad. I don't get I to feel see these so songs, bad for it. Are they, they're playing Unify, correct? Yes, Nick. Okay, so cool. hopefully we get the. Oh, that will. I'm loving your guitarist yeah. and Unify, but still, I'm with you on that. Nick Brown, Matt Heafy is a bigger wanker than MGK. Yay or nay? Oh, Matt Heafy, he's got, I don't know who has more of a punchable face. <laughs> Do you know what happened? Uh, didn't he say something about MGK, was it? He said something about, I can't remember. Oh, Nick, so the Heafster, I'm calling him the Heafster. Oh, With the S-T-A-R instead of an E-R, the A-R star for oh, Matt Heafy. But Nick, he's come out and jumped on the MGK ba- bashing bandwagon, jumping on Corey Taylor. Mm. And Frowny's coattails from last week. Yeah, but Nick, there's a huge difference. Yep. No one cares about that. Either. <laughs> Nick, what's he, what he says? So he's come out. Oh, he's calling him Squirt Gun Smelly instead of Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. Calling him all these names True. and like trying to stand up for Slipknot. Jumping on trying to get a bit of public press oh. for their album coming out ironically next month, Nick Brown. I don't like this at all. He's a bigger wanker than MGK. Oh, Squirt Gun Smelly. <laughs> He posted it on Twitter, Nick. Go and look at it. That's the worst name I've ever heard somebody be called. That's so... I've made some horrible ones up on this show. That is so bad. I cannot believe that. Say it again. Oh, squirt gun schmelly. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how you said it. You're going to say it that way as well. <laughs> schmelly. Oh, um, no. Nave, a lot of hardcore is what happens when pop punk fans grow up. Yay or nay? <laughs> Yay, Nick, because the, the, the same kind of things they sing about in pop punk get sung about in melodic hardcore, and like you kind of get angrier as you grow older, and like you kind of accept screaming. Like I remember, you, you need a couple of songs with that pop punk range with screams in it to get you over to screaming, because once yeah. you hear it, you're like, yep, I understand, I like it, it pushes you there, and like you say... Very similar themes and things that they sing about. So I'm with you. Yeah, I like it. I'm a fan. Well, yeah, well, another one for you, Nick Brand. Drag should keep releasing singles, yeah or nay? Yeah. I, nay, I, I kind of, I, I like it. I like what they're doing. Yep. There is a part of me that wants like a solid release. Um, I, an album? I've heard about, we've heard about an album by mm. Drake for years now. And it's like. I think this is all COVID driven. What's happening? Yeah, it must, it must be. And, and like, I, you know, I can't blame if they want to, sh- if they want to shift their marketing and like their release schedule. And that's completely fine. You know, yeah. you kind of adapt with what's going on. But, um, I don't know, man, like. I kind of want. I just want to see. I want to see something more complete because it's hard. Just as a fan, like just going on Spotify and shit. I just want like a full like body of work that I can just instead of eight singles in a row. Yeah, it's just something about that. That I know that's such a weird thing to say, but just when I want to like, if I'm playing a game, I just want to put on an album track one through track twelve and just kind of like vibe with that for hundred percent half an hour. You need Uh, to put them into a playlist, which is annoying. Absolutely. Uh, Last one for you, Nate. Grayscale Records have have had a down year. Yay or nay? Oh, I'm gonna say yay because really release wise and artist wise they haven't really. Yeah. Signed. They've had what they've had on slow, which pale, was good. Pale face at the start of the year. Yeah. So pale that was, dusk, was pale, face. pale dusk, whatever the one it is. But that was a good release, the Japanese band. But um, Balhaven have done it. Balhaven had the EP. Um, with Corner, we're waiting for further releases from like Justice Teaser single. They released a single. Yeah. Um, we got Gravemine, who obviously lost a couple of members. They had songs stated for release. We think Diamond Constructed. Diamond Construct coming out with something we think. Yes. But we're not hundred percent on that. Sorry. They're kind of sitting. I think they're kind of waiting because, like, the whole. I feel so sorry for them. Anyone in the that music world that <laughs> make a living from music, it's been cooked with this yeah. virus and stuff, and they're kind of waiting for bands to be able to tour to actually release some music, which I get. Yeah. I, I get that, but yeah, dude, I reckon they had so much more planned for twenty twenty one. We just haven't got to see. But Nick, last one. Yes, for you. <laughs> Who's fallen further, bull of my Valentine or of my said men? <laughs> oh, um, nah, I gotta go bullet, man. I, I think. Look. 
Bullet are a bigger band, naturally, because yep. their height peaks were bigger. Um, I don't know, something about Mice Man, like, Mice Man kind of give me that kind of hacktivist vibe, where it's like, they're nowhere near as popular as what they once were, they they don't, they're not going to, like, excel from here, there's no way they're going to become festival headliners at any stage, but they're just going to keep, con- they're putting out music that's pretty good, maybe not as good as what the Flood era, Mice and Men, maybe not even as good as Restoring Force, but, like, New stuff is just fine. Like it's it's all listenable. Um, I like it when they go a little bit more metal corey. They kind of do that sound pretty well. They've they've found out they've found a good like kind of they've found a good split with what they're kind of writing at the moment. And the vocals are kind of decent now. Um, I don't Aaron, know if, Aaron Pauly, is that yeah, his name? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd see him live or like yeah. I remember seeing him at like Download a couple of years ago, and I thought they were okay. But uh, yeah, the lack of Austin. Um, just kind of killed it. Killed. You, you need a front man for bands like that. Like, that vibe, I'm sorry, yeah. You can't have like a bass player. I think he was playing bass. He was. He um, still is, yeah. Yeah, um, while, while singing. It just kind of, I don't know, just kills any kind of energy from the crowd for some reason. Just weird. Well, Timeless was their first EP they dropped this year. Yep. Bloom was the second and they've released Mosaic as the new single. So that's yeah. their third. They said they were doing three EPs. Wow. So instead of a like an album that they could have dropped at the start of the year, then you just forget about them. They've done three over the year. It's not so bad. It's cool marketing. And then Bullet actually have a self-titled album coming out next next week or next month. So that's why I bring it up because they both released music this week. And like, I just the hype, like I'll just think back if we were like, 20 again yeah. like the hype towards these two releases would have just huge. been so fucking like oh is we can't wait any good or have you heard uh, well, bullet they kind of changed their sound again mm. and this is like what i, I worry with because temper temper killed the momentum they had they were oh one of the biggest God. metalcore bands in the world they would have been like high up on a sound wave they would have been on the main stage i would have said yeah probably early evening sets probably six to eight o'clock i reckon that would have been perfect that- slot back in that era then temper temper came out and killed them i'm trying to think of like an album that's done more damage to a band's like progression than temper temper and right. it, it might like besides bands like losing members, which is always tougher to kind of recover from, but like a band that just simply released an album that was just so critically bad that everyone's just kind of changed their opinion on them. It's fucking crazy. Do you know what I blame for that? What? A little bit of um, Avenged Sevenfold, actually, oh, for that. Don't you dare bring I... M Shadows and Co. into this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But at that time, it felt like with Hail to the King, I think it came out similar time to when Temper Temper came out. It might have been a little bit before. Hail to the King became a monstrous album for whatever reason. Everyone's like, they're the new Metallica. They've yeah. gone this di- different style. And it felt like Bullet kind of, instead of going their own route, kind of try to copy over and bust a little bit of what a Hail to the King did. I know Hail to the King was more metal than what Temper Temper was being more rock, but it felt like they changed yeah. it up completely. And they have come out. Them. They came out and blamed the label for it. And I, I always wonder with that, like how much influence a label can have. I'm sure they can have some sort of influence like by what song gets picked as a single, et cetera, et cetera. But like, for whatever reason, I just don't know if an, a label can affect like the complete writing process of an album the way that they are saying it. That might be naivety on my end, but yeah, whatever. And I thought I'd talk to you about something real yes, quick. Nick. Um, I was just kind of thinking this through the week, and I like this like, this year, like since the pandemic hit, right? So twenty twenty came along, and twenty twenty hits, and like you know, it all sucked. It was really shit. Um, there was no shows, and that kind of killed a lot of excitement. But there was a there was a an element of like, we're all in this together, kind of, you know, we're all going to get through this. 2021 is obviously a bit different. Like everyone's a little bit more hostile. Yes. Um, everyone's a lot more sick of it. And oh, rightfully yeah. so. Like yep. no issue there. Like, you know, I, I don't think this, you can't really get angry at someone for being over everything that's going on right oh, now. Oh no, 100%. Right. right. But we're still getting no gigs. And I've just realized this year, and especially the last few months, mm. I've been so off heavy music, but more importantly, I've been off this scene, like the yep. local scene. Yeah. And I just kind of wondered, I was uh, the idea of it was that whenever I used to, say, two, three years ago, I would there would be almost like an exchange, right? Like a band yes. released something, I would listen to it. Go to the gig. There would be, yeah, the exchange would be that I would go to a show, 
watch them, support them. Every, both people, both parties are getting something out of it. There is a social element because you get to go and see your friends and that. And it kind of, it, everyone wins in that situation. You know, the scene grows and, you know, hopefully every, hopefully more people go to shows. But now, for whatever reason, and I, well, this is the reason that there are no shows, but like every time a band releases a new song, I just don't feel like I'm given a reason to give a shit. The excitement isn't there. It just isn't there. There's nothing, there's no reason for me to listen to a band, a local band, because, and this is really harsh to say, but like, because I don't, one, I don't think that I'm going to see you in for maybe another six months. And two, it's like, I look, I don't think that there's any reason to give a shit right now. I Investing just, in the time kind of thing. Yeah, there's no time to invest. I don't feel like I need to invest in that. When I listen to massive bands, when I listen to New Bring Me or yep. any like EDM or hip hop or whatever it may be from other genres, I am listening to it knowing that I'm not going to be able to see them live for a long time. I might never see them live. Yes, so yes. like the music kind of has to stand up on its own merits, yep. right? It has to. But with local music, the kind of the caveat with it is like, I like it, but if I say, you know, if a band's like a seven out of 10, mm. that means I'll still go and see them live yes. because it's like, you know, I'm getting that exchange. Yep. We're still going to see live shows. There might be a couple of bands on the bill. Absolutely. A couple, couple of, of bands. Yep. And it's like, the uh, that's the kind of the point. Like the idea is like, I think people are getting this. I don't want people to get twisted to be like, I hate, you know, I'm saying local music sucks because it doesn't. I, I do think it's been a little bit stagnant recently, but there is this thing where like, I'm not given a reason to listen to this band. Bands aren't being exciting with their rollouts yes. every every band's just release date here like i know i hate bringing this up because it sounds so stupid to bring up like a big artist but like if you bring up like the new drake album or the new kanye album like yep. if, when i listen to those albums there are certain things i think of because you know kanye did the the stage the listening party amazing like, I, I think of him like floating into the stadium oh, now i'm not saying that I think the fire i'm not saying that fucking this new local band are gonna float through a stadium but like i ah. there's actual things that you think of like yep. that take you through it and bands aren't giving me that reason and now because there's no gigs to look forward to if i listen to a band and they're not a nine out of ten i'm probably not going to keep listening to them because i don't have a reason to i i, I now the, the music really has to hold up on its own and i know people are going to say what about this band this band this band i'm not saying bad music is being released i just think music isn't being as exciting now because of the fact i can't go fucking yeah. see them live and i can't go see fucking friends there and it's like yeah, realistically i know like i know i don't want to say this in a mean way but like there's been periods where i would go to shows solely to see people oh, it wouldn't yeah. be to see the bands yeah. i don't i wouldn't care about the bands bands yeah. are a bonus right it's a social aspect i love the scene i love being a part of it i don't know if it's maybe me us getting a bit old me getting a bit older and like i'm just not as interested as what i used to be but maybe it's that's coupled with everything that's going on but i don't know it's just like i'm not i don't feel like i'm given that reason at the moment and it's a bit annoying and it's kind of hard like even like you know, Dreg released a song, and I listened to it a f like two or three times. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but like, I don't know. I'm not going to listen to it again. Yeah, well, their tour got like, cancelled again, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, so. De like Deadlights released their album, and I know, and I feel bad to say this, but like, I know I gave it, I did not give that album enough time. Yeah. And a lot of the reason was because I'm not going to see them, and it's like, there's no, I don't know, there's just no excitement there. I want to I see, I want to listen to a local band knowing that I can see them in two months' time and be like, fuck yeah, and like, get that live experience. You know, the reason why Starve is going to win our EP of the year this year got to see the live. is because we got the full rollout. It was a cool rollout as well, quick as fuck. It wasn't a six-weeker. And then we got to see them live. It was an amazing show. It's almost like an un unfair advantage that they've got, but like, they, so took unfair, advantage. But yes. they took advantage of all that. And that's why, that's why like, part of the reason, obviously, I think the musically they're the best as well, but it's like, that's all I've got to couple together. That's what makes me think that Nausea is the best EP by yeah. a stretch. Yeah, little and things it, like that. Yep. Yeah, but anyway, I don't know. I don't know what, you know what, the, I don't know what the point is of this, but I just want to kind of say it. Get the rant out, Nick. you got to do it. you got the <laughs> got the got the spotlight to do it. Why not say it? Yeah. So, yeah. 
Well, it is what it is, isn't it? With the roll, with the um, the the lockdown, everyone deals with it differently. So, I feel it. I think the bands feel it too. They yeah, kinda, They've lost that kind of hunger every time they feel they're getting out of lockdown. They don't get to get out of lockdown. So it's like, well, what's the point in releasing our best shit when we can just wait for when we're out and about and we can do that and go and play shows? So yeah, I don't argue with that, and I don't argue with what the bands have done because it's been a tough time. But that's why we're getting so many releases now from internationals because America's opened back up, England's opened back up. That's why we're getting these big releases yeah. again. So they are carrying like the last three weeks have been phenomenal for albums. So and we're back listening to those albums again. So we're getting like the spirit boxes, the sleep tokens of the world. Yeah. Dying Wish had a really good album this week. Poppy released an album last week. We're getting albums like that. And like our Aussie albums aren't coming. So yeah. and because of like you say, that's like, why you say like Spirit Box and all that, and like yes. those bands because again because of the fact that we know we know for a fact even if shows were going on, we're not going to we, we wouldn't see yeah. them for a while. That means mute their music has to stand up on yes. its own. That's the sole thing that has to happen because anyone can get into a band you know three months before a live show. Yeah. Like we can all do that. It's not hard. But like actually like the day of release, everyone getting behind it. Like yep. that's how you know what a really great album is. Where oh, yeah. like lo- local music sometimes that's almost like the the safety net that they have that other bands don't. Yep. Um that being said, now let's let's move on to let's go to quiz time. We're baby. going to the quiz. Yes. Nick. Yes. Huge question straight oh, up out you. of the bat. What came first, Nick? Was it mesmerize or hypnotize? Oh fuck, I can't remember. Oh um, yes, I know. Mm, mes mm, hypnotize. Great guess, Nick Brown, because it was mesmerized, ah, which came bitch. out May 17th. November was November 22. Sorry, Hypnotized November 22. Both great albums, both yeah. phenomenal. Didn't make my 30, just a spoiler alert. <laughs> Nick, two. Who dropped the album Manic during the week? Was it A, Asking Alexandria? Mm. Was it B, Frontiera? Mm. Was it C, Mastodon? Mm. Or was it D, Wage War? It was D, Wage War. Did you listen to it? I gave it a scroll through. Um, It's Wage War. Um, I don't know. It's again meat, meat and potato core. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's just the most basic pub meal you'll ever get in your life. What's like, a basic pub meal for you? We're not even like a good palmer. bangers and mash. Yeah, I'd say like bangers and mash. Oh, but like, but like English the mash, style. The mash has been out a little bit longer than oh, it has no. to be, and the ma- and the bangers are overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than not overcooked. as not as overcooked as we were. <laughs> not, the bang, not the bangers that waiting for Parkway. But Nick, asking Alexandra also dropped an album called See What's on the Inside. Yeah, that's another one to check out. I haven't listened to it yet. But Nick, three. Who am I? Yep, I'm an American band with one name. Guess. Um, American band with one name, um, Rancid. <laughs> Rancid American. It's a phenomenal <laughs> guest, Brown. But no, I made your top thirty album list last week, and re- and yeah, sorry, I made the top thirty. That's the first one, and then I've released eight albums oh. in my career. Guess fuck. Top thirty, one name, American. I released an album last year. Ah, uh, fuck me. This is the worst day of my life. Um, it's not the offspring. Um, fuck, I don't know. What is it? Uh, Amula had eight albums. Oh, you <laughs> bitch! Came in at number thirty. Amula has eight albums. I had That's actually insane. I had three um, answers ready to go. So <laughs> if you if, if you guessed Amula at the start, I had Deftones ready to go because they <laughs> they had nine albums released and they released an album last year. Yeah, and then if you're going to guess Let Live, they had five albums. So <laughs> I was prepared three ways that time. You were fucked. I anyway. was never going to win. That. No, I told you last week I was making this hard. But Nick Four, who dropped the song Ghost of Me during the week? Was it A Glass Tides? Was it B Ghost themselves? Was it C Boston Manor or D Whatever Forever? It has to be. Ghost themselves. Ghost. What a great answer, Nick. Because it's not them. It's, it's whatever, whatever forever. forever. Correct, yeah. Nick. So they also have an EP, Slowly Dying with Me, which is a really dramatic kind of single <laughs> setting. There, at October 29th. Grayscale Records getting back on the bandwagon. There, but Nick Five. How many EPs have what <laughs> have made <laughs> been made by Whatever Forever so far? Three, four. You gonna go three or four? Four. 
You're not going to go five? Four. You're going four? Four. Well, technically, it is five. Nick Brown, you sorry. Bitch. I'm you sorry. Technically, so, what's the technicality? Well, technicality is that they're actually, I, the proper answer from me is four, so you are correct. Win, yeah. But they roll that they've released five, nah. so that's where all the publications go. I don't listen to the band. But Nick, <laughs> I do not roll with two tracks nah, being an EP, so I'm giving you the four, yes. because that's what I pay. So four is the amount that they've released. But Nick, really good song. It's a phenomenal yeah. track. I want to mention that. But Nick, six. Yeah. Name the first five songs on the Mortal Coil for me. Okay. Lucid. Remedy. Yes. Is it Relapse? I uh, correct. Three. Consume. Yes, four. Nick. Yes, correct. Yes. And Frailty. Correct, Nick Brown. Wow. Well played. That was really well done. Can you go to six? <laughs> um, no. Invertus, whatever the fuck it nah, is. That yeah, weird that one. Latin kind of name, Nick. Seven. What band did the member who created the Gorillas come from, Nick? Was it A, Oasis, B, Kasabian, C, Blur, or D, Outcast? I'm going to go Blur. You know why? Why? Because Song 2 is the greatest song of all time, Nick. And he actually was from Blur. So that's a correct guess for you. Nick, they're coming out um, next year. So they are, I'm going to say this preferably, they are the best two-track band, like two-track wonder band of all time. (laughs) Clint Eastwood... Feel Good Inc. Could not, na- could not name a third song. How dare But I would go to there see them. so many Gorilla fans just out there. <laughs> for those two songs, mate. I'm telling you now, we'll go to see them. But Nick, hey, what yeah. band did the singer who guessed these on Pressure Cracks new song come from? Was it A, Alexis on Fire, B, Sayerson, C, 18 Visions, or D, Gideon? Mmm, Sayerson. That's a great guess, Nick Brown. He actually fronts a new band called... Uh, Dead American. They had a song <laughs> made it a couple made it a couple of years ago at our countdown. It was actually Eighteen Visions, one of uh, our kind of teen bands that we liked. Victim so, is a great song. Song is called Counter Cota instead of Culture. Counter, so yeah, yeah, very so. clever wording there by Jason. Fuck what do you think of the song? Uh, I haven't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Jace. I'll get around to it, mate. You like it? It's really good. Nine, Nick. What is so- what song has more YouTube views? A let live Banshee mm-hmm. or B every time I die Wonderlust I'm gonna go Wonderlust <sighs> sorry Nick it's Banshee yes. 2.1 million compared to Wonderlust with 2 million flat it was so close you, you were fucked either way really <laughs> but Nick 10 what came first the ghost inside dear youth or while she sleeps brainwashed um dear youth came out in 2014 did it yeah yeah um and what month Nick September Correct guess. Is it? November. Nah, close. Uh, I'm going to go to you if it came first. Correct, Nick Brown. 2014, November 17, it came out. Two days after our friend Paddy's birthday. 2015. Brainwash was March 23, 2015. Nick, rocking and rolling you were. Did you see something funny through, during the week? Because I did. What happened? So, Nick, uh, it was a post on the Silly Goosey Goose Club on oh, no. social media. Could only be good then. I fucking love this. <laughs> the MacBook should start appearing in band photos. I Nick, did, did you it. lose your mind at uh, that? Yeah, that um, is the best thing I've ever seen in my uh, life. I saw James from Void of Vision comment on it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Void of Perfect for it. Do it. It's so good. Um, yeah, look, it'd be funny. Like, dude, imagine, imagine Why not if, do it, though? Imagine if like, you got, say, there's five members of your band. Say you got five Macs and the, you had the picture of the members on the, on the Macs on the themselves. Macs, yeah. like, that'd be perfect. That'd be so fucking funny. That's the next um, um, static revenue release then. Nick. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, this was good. I like this. And um, nice little chap. Nice little jab at, um, yeah, a lot of the what's going on in the scene right now. So true. And last one, just Bloom released the song for Impassing title track to the EP. Oh, the video. One hour, the video for that. So they've released that. One hour album, EP of the year, yes. sorry, last year. So check that out. And that was a good show. Question for you, Nate. Correct. Just, just a random one. Go on. What do you like better, Impassing or Nausea? Oh, fuck me. Impassing. Yep. Impassing purely because 
Nausea hasn't won yet. <laughs> we have, and, and we passing, have to build the suspense. In passing's a reigning winner, Nick Brown. I can't yeah. go against that. That's just like, fair. Just good... like the Tigers were premiers up until the day that the Melbourne won. So <laughs> reigning premiers means more than fucking being in a grand final until you win it. But that's what I'm saying. Nah, just in passing at the moment. But Nausea will stand the test of time. I think they're the two best releases we got out of any EP so far. So yeah. that's in 17, 18, 19, and 20. Absolutely. And now 20, 21. So. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd agree with that. Correct. Good shit, Nate. Well done, Nick. Well, Wednesday. Your top 30 albums. Oh, shit. My top 30. Okay. And then uh, see you guys next week and um, drink Radlers. Drink Radlers. We're about to drink three Radlers and get 1.5 standard drinks out of them. (sighs) I'm so pissed. That's the fucking dream.